Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, and with me as always is Danny, and lurking in the shadows this episode is Big Jim, making a appearance. Feel free to pop in whenever you'd like, Jim. Season uh, debut of Big Jim off the pup list. I love it. <laughs> want to know where i cash in this bet slip at i put a hefty i put the mortgage on plus 280 i want to know where i cash this in at no one knows what you're talking about steve, steve <laughs> gave you plus 500 i think yeah. yeah but it was plus 280 on the podcast and then 500 okay. i don't uh, think that was an official uh, no we never shook what did i give my money to then uh <laughs> shove it up your ass <laughs> no who did i give my money to Oh, <laughs> it's about the Brown Steelers game because that was a travesty and absolutely ruined my night. And I, had I to mean, I to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Just go. Um, first go of all, into- I mean, I can do my usual things that I that I bitch about that never get changed and are always. Mitch Trubisky is playing fine. All these calls for Kenny Pickett. If Kenny Pickett comes into the game, every receiver runs a two yard route. He's going to be throwing two yard passes too. It's not the quarterback. It wasn't Ben. Mitch Trubisky's playing fine. He threw some dots in that game. A couple. He had a, he had the zinger to Fryermuth uh, late in the game, which was a hell of a pass. He had the one that Claypool dropped. The thing that pisses me off too, even with all the drops, Deontay I think had four of them, but two of them were just huge drive killers. And the one, the one down the stretch, it was in the second half. First of all, you outplayed him in the in the first half. Completely outplayed him. You're running the tempo and you're scoring. The same as the only touchdowns they scored in their first two weeks were two-minute drill touchdowns where they're playing the tempo. It's the same shit as last year. They look fucking terrible all game, and then Ben starts running the tempo and lights it up. So, obviously, Matt Canada is just ass cheese and needs to be fired yesterday. But that's even, even with all that, the biggest moment of that game was the Deontay Johnson drop where he beat Denzel Ward. First of all, he cooked Denzel Ward all night. But the one, Pittsburgh was still up early in the second half. It was 14-13, that, that deep ball that went right through his hand. Trubisky put it right in the breadbasket, and Deontay just dropped it. Huge, huge turning point of the game. If Pittsburgh scores there, completely different game. I, Deontay, he fixes the drop for months at a time, and then it's like the worst, the worst possible times they come back, and they're always in huge moments. And, so that sucked. And I think that's enough of that. The Steelers stinking, definitely. Uh, and then the city of Cleveland, just a just a horrible place. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I, I didn't. I didn't fight anyone, despite all the uh, all the instigation of people coming at me unprovoked as I'm just sulking away. Well, the the big news uh, medically. Oh, the joke I was going to make earlier that I didn't didn't get in was glad we didn't put Jimmy on the IR because he came back. In week four here, much like Zach Wilson coming back this week to play the Steelers, uh, a minus two eighty to throw an interception. So I don't know. I think I think it's possible. It's week one for Zach Wilson, so it's really the Steelers' game to lose, in my opinion. We'll see how it goes. We'll get to that towards the end of the show. The big piece of news this week is turf versus grass because Sterling Shepard uh, tore his ACL by non-contact not just jogging down the field and so a lot of former players in the national media and and on social media are saying how turf really it hurts the joints impacts the joints it's bad for longevity and should we have turf or should it all be grass there seems to be a push for grass really if you look around the world 
almost every soccer stadium in the rest of the world is grass. I don't think turf is really used much much anywhere else besides here and maybe some some countries like Canada and up north a little more where ground it's just too expensive to keep the grass warm enough to play on for for soccer or football, Canadian football and so so other than those stipulations I think every NFL stadium in the United States has the money facilities and resources to have grass, you know, all year long. What you got anything on it? Seems obvious to me. Yeah, it's definitely obvious. I do. I do actually prefer. Like I enjoy playing on turf. You just feel faster, and it just seems it. It's turf seems easier to run on, but there definitely is an increased injury risk, and you know the the ground is not as forgiving as the turf. Turf is not as forgiving as your natural ground. So I, from that standpoint, I am glad that my teams Pittsburgh and Penn State both play on grass fields but yeah like Steve said turf there are some European teams that do have a turf field but they are the very very vast minority so I mean it'll be interesting to see as more research comes out on it if more teams kind of opt towards that that natural grass playing field maybe we should um, start a, a campaign or a, a petition to American American grass is that uh, is apparently very very good Gra- good playing surface, I guess. We have uh, good grass. We have good. We have the best here. grass. Yeah. Nobody else's grass is as good as our grass. That's not bad. That's not. That was pretty good. But the uh, I don't know if you if you saw this or not, but like the uh, the World Cup in Qatar, they're actually using American earth, like American like soil and grass, apparently, to make their fields because we have the best. We have we have the best. I, I, I was gonna do a Trump accent, but I, there's no way I'm gonna do it nearly as good as that. So we have the very uh, the very best grass by far. Well, so we're we're recording this on Thursday night, watching Thursday night football while we do this. So let's jump right into the injury news because I wanted to touch on Tua, and then once we kind of discuss Tua here, we'll kind of move quicker through the rest of these players and items. So Tua had a pretty nasty hit uh, in the backfield after throwing a pass, went airborne feet off the ground and hit the back of his head off of the turf. Like his head was definitely whiplash impact. So when that happens, what's near the back of the head is the brainstem. One of the big parts of the brainstem is the cerebellum. Your cerebellum can, is like your coordination center. It takes all of your muscle or your sensory input and it translates that into motor output. So everything, proprioception, temperature, time, what else What else does it do? It does everything for your motor control. So that's why uh, Tua popped up real quick, thought he was okay, and then just wobbled to the ground because his muscles didn't know what to do? The wires were were frayed for a minute there. What do you have to say about, um, I guess, the anatomy or physiology of what happened before we go further with it? The so yeah, like Steve was saying, that your cerebellum, which is the little, the the back part of your brain, is uh, it controls your your coordination. Um, so when you see when you have people with strokes or brain injuries or anything like that that affects the uh, the cerebellum, that's when you see those real ataxic which is like a, a fancy word for uncoordinated you get those uncoordinated movements kind of like how he was stumbling the hit itself wasn't a bad hit it was 
it was you know the whiplash and smack in the back of his head on the ground they're trying to play it off a back injury which obviously i'm not buying it'll be interesting to see what this investigation reveals the only thing you know the only the only thing from your back that would could cause stumbling like like that would be is like if he had had nerve problems or back problems to begin with and he or like you know sciatica something like that and it actually inflammation yeah the hit that caught would have you know jarred something and caused his legs to go numb or kind of asleep for a second i don't think you know based on it all signs all common sense signs were pointing to some type of a concussion not a not yeah. a back injury so Definitely would be interesting to see what this investigation reveals. But he came back out and he looked fine and played great and looks looks so well, far tonight. So who so knows? That's, maybe maybe it was some oh, kind well, of. Well, he just threw an interception. Oh, I I jinxed him. That yeah, that was uh not a good pass. Just threw into kind of. Is that Eli Apple? Tyreek's, Tyreek's calling for a flag. I don't know. That was just that was a bad. That was a very underthrown. But yeah, and uh well. Uh, well, maybe he's maybe his brain's a little broken. I don't know. <laughs> it, well, the point I wanted to make was yes, like you you can recover acutely from that uh, miscommunication in the brainstem. You know, it really it's not like there's when a concussion to the cerebrum, your actual brain organ. That that's a uh, cellular level issue where the chemicals kind of have to rebalance themselves a, a longer process whereas if it was just the brainstem that was affected uh that is more like just your nerves are kind of in shock and, and don't know how to communicate to that area in that area of the brain it, it can recover more i don't uh, <laughs> i can't explain it really any better so it does add up that everything adds up that it was a cerebellar disruption that he recovered from rather quickly, but there's still residual effects to that. The big thing is second impact syndrome. So, you know, getting hit again in that game the same day, that's what really causes the CTE because it's, it's a buildup of blows to the head. Probably not great for Tua's long-term uh, body and mind, but let's move on to Mac Jones ankle sprain. Doesn't seem like, well, he was playing fairly well against the Ravens. I, I just had them on red zone and uh, wasn't playing horribly. I, I doubt they rush him back out there. I don't know. What do you think about Mac Jones? Uh, everything that I've seen is it's more more severe of a, of a high ankle sprain. I can't envision it. I mean, he's going to be out a few weeks. If he's yeah. a franchise guy, I don't think you're going to rush him back. I mean, it's something you could put a boot on and play through. It's not like he's a super mobile guy but I, you, I think you're just risking too much at that point you know it's you know like the ben roethlisberger playing with the boot on his broken foot down the stretch the one year i don't think this is this <laughs> is i don't think this is as dire of a of a situation i don't think new england's gonna rush him out there they're gonna want him to heal and help be healthy and have you know better longevity so i expect mac to miss at least a few weeks here and uh, take us into running backs. Yeah, so we got our tier one injury guy, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, missed both Wednesday and Thursday with a with a thigh injury. So uh, we'll see. 
it's uh, I don't know. This guy is just he's he's made of noodles. He's real soft. I don't know what to tell you. I think when the team when things start to go south, he just kind of <laughs> likes to opt out of things. It's, I mean, because none of these have really been serious injuries. They're just minor injuries with very prolonged recovery. So keep an eye on his practice status and if he plays this week. Um, but if he if he doesn't, I would and you have him on your teams, I would be I would definitely be concerned. Maybe maybe think about selling high. You know after a after a a strong performance maybe maybe think about trading him off while you can if he's going to miss extended time who knows yeah not not a great uh not a great look for dmc who you know can't can't has he played four games in a row uh you know in the last two years hard to say i think not i, I don't think so yeah so that's tough for them let's move on to wide receivers we got to Bigger handful here to both of Detroit's wide receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown and DJ Chark did not practice today. Both have uh, Amon Ra has an ankle. DJ Chark has, I think, a knee or a hip. Either way, they did not practice. Neither did DeAndre Swift. So a lot of starters for Detroit not getting reps in today. I'd imagine. Uh, DJ Chark would play if if he gets a practice in. If any of these guys get a practice in on Friday, I expect them to play. If they do not practice Friday, obviously a game time decision, and I would expect their uh, performance to be impacted as well without any practice this week for those guys. The Lions need to practice. I, I agree. We can move on to some uh, Chargers receivers here. Keenan Allen limited in practice with the hamstring. You know, we we said last week we th- we think he'll probably be out for a couple weeks, uh, especially a guy with a history of hamstring problems. So I expect him to probably miss this week, um, especially if he's limited all week. I don't think they rush him back. They did just lose Jalen Guyton with an ACL, and you know Chargers are one and two, so they might start to look start to get a little desperate and rush him back. But I would expect him to to miss this week too. Yes, that that. Uh... Mike Williams seems to be carrying the load uh, somewhat okay, but he's getting double teamed. He's getting uh, pressured in the secondary. So kind of tough for the Chargers right now. I think they're kind of at a loss of an identity. I think they need to just get back to running the football and then try the play action. Teams that just get in the shotgun and throw, 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 not not as great. Hence the Steelers last year. And... uh well, not a, of, we'll, not a lot of touches for Eckler so far, or carries at least, which is a right kind of a fantasy disappointment. I do have him in one league. Four, yeah, they, four four rushes last week, and you wonder why he got smoked. Yeah, need to run the football, people. Hunter Renfro still sidelined at practice from the concussion. I think he, it's he probably still does have symptoms then, but uh, I think Hunter Renfro's in timeout. He's in timeout for fumbling the ball twice in the dire moments of the game. At any point in the game, you shouldn't be fumbling twice in one game. So Hunter Renfro's in concussion timeout. And what do you got for – I think that's it, actually, for wide receivers. We covered the other two guys. Let's move down to a kicker, Matt Prater, Arizona Cardinals. Hip injury limited at practice today. I don't know what that means for a kicker. He he kicked less than normal, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he just did warm-ups and he didn't do any kicks. Either way, a kicker with a hip injury, 
not great. And Cardinals are on the road. Might be might be tough for the Cardinals here this week. I mean, if you have this, if you have Matt Prater, just drop him and pick up a kicker who's playing against a bad week, a bad team. <laughs> it doesn't it, it doesn't matter for fantasy wise. All kickers are the same pretty much. We can move on here. You want to talk about talk about Speed Racer? Miles Garrett going 110 again. Uh, this, I guess, isn't the first time he's he's been speeding at reckless uh, speeds. So I think the full punishment should be handed out. He should have his license revoked, and he should have to go to those classes. You know, his, his big ass sitting there in the little desk. Uh, doing doing the test for you know driving laws uh, next to some twenty nine year old uh, meth head who got her license suspended <laughs> in uh, East Cleveland. Yeah, well, so yeah, I don't know if he's going to play if he doesn't play. And Jadevi on Clowney, I think, is still questionable. That's not good for the Browns' pass rush. Yeah, I expect him not to play. It does look like he dodged a serious injury. I read a report. I don't remember what the. Uh... It was like a, a shoulder, a wrist, a, a bicep. He did sprain, shoulder. Did sprain a lot. It said, and then um, you know, obviously, you're concerned for any type of collision and rolling like that. You know, you're concerned for some type of head issue. You know, even if he was alert and responsive. Whiplash. You know, you, yeah. You, I expect the Browns to play it safe with their franchise guy, especially in a season that's kind of a wash anyway. You don't have high expectations without Watson. I don't think they're expecting to be competing for the for the playoffs realistically. So, I I wouldn't be surprised if he shut down. Looks like he dodged serious injuries, so maybe maybe just miss a week, maybe a few weeks. I don't know. But uh, if he does need legal representation, I got I got out of a speeding ticket in in Akron, and he was just one one county over. So, Miles, if you're a listener and you need legal representation to get out of that reckless driving charge, I'm your I'm your guy, and I'll I'll charge <laughs> a very fair rate. What? <laughs> Uh, I, I disagree. I think the Browns fully think that they could go uh, 10 wins here this season with their defense carrying them there until Watson comes in. And I think they, they think that they're Super Bowl contenders in the building, in the building. And I think you got to think that way if you're if you're the Browns set the bar high. But I don't think they're going to achieve uh, any playoff uh, success this year if they do, in fact, make the playoffs. Oh, wow. What else? Uh, speaking lots of the charge, of, oh, yeah, linemen, linemen, yeah, lots of lots of non fantasy or at least individual fantasy players. A lot of, a lot of defensive impact. We can kind of run through these quick. Trent Williams, uh, you saw him go down on uh, was that the Monday night or Sunday night game? I don't, I don't remember which one it was, but I, I, I tweeted it out soon after it happened. Monday. You know, he got rolled up on. Looked like it could have been a knee or an ankle. I said based on based on the limp coming out, like it looked like the ankle was the was the cause of the limp, not the knee. So I said most likely a high ankle sprain. Follow us on Twitter, by the way. We tweet out some good things. That return to play, play pod. Man, we did the, hey, we, we that was good. Uh, but yeah, so Trent Williams gonna miss a little bit of time here with the high ankle sprain. Not not good for the for the Niners offense. Taking a lot of hits. Um, Rashawn Slater out for the season with that bicep tear. Taylor Luan, another tackle. We talked last week how they were kind of still up in the air. Looks like he's out for the season too. Bengals, DJ Reader playing. Bengals playing right now, They but they placed Reader on IR. They expect him back. Some kind of knee injury. Didn't see a lot of details. Similar with Joey Bosa. IR with the groin. They expect him back. Bills secondary getting, getting depleted. Christian Benford fractured hand. 
after they had already placed Micah Hyde out for the season on the IR with the neck injury. So Bill's secondary was in your fantasy drafts was uh, usually the first defense coming off the board, so they're probably going to take a little bit of a hit with a, with a banged-up secondary. Tracy Walker, Bill's – not Bill's uh, – uh, Detroit safety team captain out for the season. Tough loss for Detroit. Uh, ran through a bunch of people there. I think that's good. And see if Steve has anything to add. And Slater, <laughs> left tackle for the Chargers for Justin Herbert's blind spot. He's out for the year. So that's another tough loss for for the Chargers. They're they're really going to be hurting now. Uh, I think they definitely, even more so now, need to run the friggin' football. I just read a tweet while you were talking. This is the first time since 2001 that the Steelers have not had a wide receiver score a touchdown in the first three weeks of a season. With with a Cordell Stewart offense, who was you know the last time that they didn't have a friggin' actual quarterback that could throw the ball somewhat respectfully. Well, well, that's that same season they went thirteen and three and made yeah, the AFC to, championship. Lost to freaking lost at home to the Patriots. Not even against Brady, against Drew Bledsoe. They knocked knocked Brady out of the game and Drew Bledsoe came in and beat him. One of the mm-hmm. one of the earliest games that I have a vivid memory of. Yeah, I m- one of the first Steelers games. Well, I remember Big Ben coming in for Tommy Maddox, but I also remember the 2003 wild card game against the Browns. Like that's what like one of the first games I remember watching. 2002 like, season, but it was so, January 2003. Yeah, hell of a game. Uh, yeah, that was the fr- one of the first Steelers games where I just like watched every snap and didn't move because uh, at that age you know you're you're still running around the house playing and stuff didn't look good for a while that was oh yeah that was a fun that was a fun fun game that was the bir- that was when uh the renegade was born they they that was the first time they played renegade and and after that pittsburgh came out hyped up and and had the had the big comeback that was where steelers renegade was born not sure if uh, our viewers are aware of that but that's enough about our shitty team. Let's move on to heating pad ice pack. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Yeah, still obviously did not have any effort into finding sound effects for this. I did buy a bunch of rocks, though, for my garden bed. So I got that done. Uh, as we're about to get hit with the hurricane here tonight. They they canceled school, by the way. Um, and for, I think, what is supposed to be 40 to 60 mile an hour wind gusts with just steady rain. They they canceled school. I said, that's just a shitty Tuesday in Akron. But enough yeah, about they, the, yeah. <laughs> they, they can't handle weather down there like we do up here in the, in the, in the great white north. No, they, they're soft. Soft. But let's heating pad or ice pack to Zach Wilson. First game back this season on the Jets. What what do you have for for Mr. Wilson here? I think first game back, I'm a big ice pack, especially Pittsburgh's defense banged up has still been pretty stingy to quarterbacks. Been getting lit up by running backs, so uh, Brees Hall, Michael Carter might not be bad flex plays, but Wilson, I'm a big ice pack. If Minka's not playing, though, you talked about uh, the odds of him throwing a pick. If Minka's not playing, I don't know who's going to catch the pick, but... I'm still the ice pack regardless. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's see how much he is on DraftKings. Only $5,200 on DraftKings. So 
really he would just need 15 fantasy points to you know cat get you in a cash win there so not not too expensive on DraftKings if you did want to put him in a few cash lineups to save elsewhere running back jonathan taylor why don't you give us the update on on his yeah so kind of a interesting toe injury probably a turf toe hyperextension of your of your big toe which is pretty limiting for a running back. I saw. I thought it was interesting. He said he, uh, there was a report he had never missed a practice, not once in high school, not once in college, and not once through his first two years. So this is the first practice he's missed pretty much ever. So obviously, you know, not it's more than just a bump or a bruise most likely, but returned to practice today, I believe. So expect him to play, and then you know, you know, if you I, probably not get him in in uh, daily fantasy, but you know, this guy was the number one pick for a reason. So if he's on your team, you're not going to bench him. So I'm a heating pad. Uh, I concur with all of that. Dalvin Cook, full practice, London game. We might as well just say Saquon had a lim or not Saquon Kamara had a limited practice with his rib injury. So I'm going to say heating pad for. Dalvin Cook is the Saints defense is looking a little shaky, a little suspect. And then um, Kamara, I'm going to say, you know, keep him ice packed. Obviously, uh, still start him if he's in your fantasy league because I think his floor is higher than most late round backs ceilings. So look at your own team. But Dalvin Cook, heating pad, Kamara, ice pack. What do you got? Looks like we are in total agreement here. Alexander Madison was a popular uh, waiver wire pickup, but Dalvin Cook, full practice, looks promising, so heating pad for Cook. And James Conner, another Cardinal banged up. Uh, A.J. Green probably out as well, noted. Conner limited at practice. I think he's just going to be limited at practice the rest of the year. I would say... Uh, Panthers defense is actually pretty tough, fairly tough against the run. Chubb had his way with him, but I think the Browns are just excellent, like A-plus at running the football. I shouldn't say A-plus, but they're A-tier running the football. So, you know, Connor, I'm going to say ice pack. I am fine with heating pad on Connor. Like Steve kind of touched on, I think he'll just be a chronically limited guy, especially with his injury history, overwork him. But he did play last week, got a lot of touches. You know, the offense in general was just pretty stagnant, so he didn't have a good fantasy week, but I, I like him this week against Carolina. Well, I think he's a viable tournament play on DraftKings at $6,300 because he, people probably are off the off of his scent from the injury in a low low week last week in 6300 you could probably make it work. Uh, very light ownership on on Connor and DFS. Wide receiver, Michael Thomas, toe injury. The the Saints are banged up. Uh, Jameis Winston didn't practice today. Neither uh, everyone else was limited. They're hoping Jameis can practice on Friday. I, they're already in London, but you know the extra travel. Everyone's banged up. They're definitely just more concerned about keeping guys healthy. I think at the moment than uh, they probably don't know have a good game plan put together because I don't think they know what pieces they're going to have at what percentage. So I think the edge here goes to the Vikings and the Vikings fantasy players if. The Saints defense has to stay out there a long time. Towards the end of the game, that definitely gives the edge to Vikings. So 
long-winded answer. That kind of just covers the Saints, though. Yeah, Michael Thomas, somebody's got to catch the ball. Uh, heating, heating pad for Michael Thomas if he's on your seasonal team. Yeah, I'm a heating pad. I, I don't think everything that I'm seeing, is, this is very minor. Um, obviously, with his recent history, it's a great cause for concern, but he's he actually has looked great early this season. Yeah, I'm a heating pad, but if he does miss then i then i'm a huge red flag for michael thomas for the remainder of the year which is unfortunate because he is a really great fun player to watch and yeah i I don't know if gonna be healthy for an 18 game season especially if they when they have to start going up north and playing teams in the cold seventy eight hundred dollars on DraftKings for that's just the single game like showdown price so he's still top that's pretty high price for him Maybe maybe just uh, look elsewhere. And then Dawson Knox, hip injury, let's say heating pad. I think the Bills kind of bounced back after this week, but everyone had to deal with that heat and humidity down there. Dolphins seem to be okay. They're not playing great, but at least they're not they're not getting whooped on right now. So we'll see. I think Dawson Knox though plays and he needs to start getting some freaking targets. So uh, heating pad. Cause they they're coming. They're coming. The Knox targets are coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm a heating pad for Knox. Uh, a lot of offense to go around, been a slow start, but I think he'll turn it around, especially the defense being banged up. Probably see a lot of high scoring bills games. So I, I, I like Dawson Knox and I concur. I hope the, hope the dolphins pick it up here. Cause I, just really want Cincy to lose. All right. That brings us to draw of the week. Everybody's favorite segment. Neither of our picks hit last week. With inter- yeah, international soccer is tough. There weren't, weren't very many draws at all in Nations League this past few days. Kind of tough to, to pick the litter out here, but I think we got a couple good ones. Uh, Danny, you're going back to the well. Yo, let me let me rant about this for 30 seconds. So, Chicho <laughs> okay. Hernandez, Columbus Crew star player. First of all, I've touched on the Crew are first team out of the playoffs right now, even though they have the second fewest losses in the entire league. They've drawn so many games that they're looking on the outside looking in. Cucho Hernandez handed a one-game suspension by the soft-ass, woke-ass MLS. You can quote me on that. I don't care. Sue me, cancel me, whatever. That was bullshit. They... He's suspended for a game for causing for calling an opposing player a puto, which is basically, I, sure, it's quote-unquote maybe a gay slur, but that's the equivalent of calling someone a bitch or a pussy or something. I guarantee you there's a billion examples of, of American players calling someone a bitch or a pussy, and they didn't get suspended. It's bullshit. Latinos use that word often for a first time offense to just suspend somebody for, for a game is ridiculous find him or something first he probably has no idea he's not even allowed to say it they they throw that word around there like it's like you know like it's nothing absolute bullshit crew are missing their best player but they're in desperation mode they need a big win at home against the new york red bulls and they're not going to get it because that's all they do is fucking tie games so columbus crew new york red bulls that's a draw lock it in oh okay that was longer than 30 seconds <laughs> Well, when you said, first of all, I knew we were in for at least two minutes, which is what it was. Two, two minutes, not bad. Uh, my pick's Arsenal versus Tottenham. Let's move on to LGBTQIA plus player of the week. I remembered what segment it was this week. 
Who, who do we have? There we go. Is it the All guy right. that got called a puto? <laughs> it, is, it is not that guy. I don't know who actually was called that. But today, this for you know, I gotta go. I got a tough loss, but I gotta go with my boy Carl Nassib. Uh, notched one tackle in that defensive showdown. Tough loss. Lost on the two point conversion against the Packers. Carl Nassib. I'm not sure where the tackle occurred, but it was probably a pretty good tackle. So I'm locking him in. Carl Nassib, LGBTQIA plus player of the week. All right, that brings us to the greasy gambling picks. We all went. But nope, Danny and I went. Shut the fuck up, Jimmy. I actually do edit the audio now. Unlike last season, this season we have made the upgrade to the audio being edited now that I am doing it and you are not. So shove it up your ass. I think that we, I was going to, I was about to give you a fucking compliment or not necessarily you, an indirect compliment. Saying, I think we found a good flow here where Jimmy does more of like making graphics and making some social media posts. And then Danny and I do the show and I do the, the audio editing now. But now, fuck you. I, I'm never going to say that and make some damn graphics. I love it. All Jim, right. Big Jim, you got anything to say? Jim, Jim's just over here typing behind the behind the scenes. It's 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 beautiful. I mean, you did say it anyway. So just because you say you're not going to say it, you did say it. That's the joke, you, you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> so to recap, it looks like uh, Jimmy did go Jim, three. Jimmy now. goes three and zero. Oh. What is what is Jim on the season? Steve's five and four on the season. I'm four and five. We're both one and two in our locks. Six and struggling three. struggling with the locks. Here, slow, slow start to the season for your boy. You want me to, you want me to lead it off? What? Oh, I do. So I got a good punishment for this week. First of all, we, uh, because thanks to Mike Tomlin, had to crack an egg on my head. Steve did it as well. I don't know if these are ever actually going to get uploaded, but we are doing the punishments. So let me. So I got a great, great punishment for this week, and it was born in a in a group chat. Um, somebody, one of the dudes, was saying something about like. Has anybody tried ranch water, which apparently is like an alcoholic beverage that you buy in a can? I mean, another dude had a reaction of like, what the hell? Like, you're putting ranch dressing in water like you nasty ass white people. And uh, but no, it's an actual thing. But I said, that's hilarious as a punishment. So the punishment this week, you got you to pour some ranch in a cup of water, stir it up and drink it. That's the punishment if you miss your if you miss your lock. So that being said, I'll lead into it. My lock of the week, I got Clemson. What's that? I'm changing my... Go ahead. Okay, I got Clemson minus seven at home against North Carolina State. Clemson, big win last week on the road against a ranked team. I'd like them to do it again. By, I, I think First of all, uh, NC State very overrated. If you've been paying attention to Danny's poll... I have no idea why NC State is ranked so high. That's just based off of last year and people ahead of them losing. But they haven't shown a lot yet. Really struggled week one against uh, East Carolina, who turned out to be not so good. NC State being a top 10 team is absolutely outrageous. They're way too high in the real poll. Minnesota, the other big discrepancy in my poll. Minnesota's way too low. They're, it's weird. A few of the voters have them in the top 10 along with me. Reese Davis is one of them. Very smart man. Reese Davis voting from ESPN. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. Those are just the two big discrepancies from my poll for versus the actual AP poll. 
And if you think you're smarter than me, go on and uh, argue with me and explain to me why why you're smarter, and I'll tell you why you're not. Clemson, minus seven, lock it in. They're going to smoke NC State at home. And if I'm wrong, I will happily move NC State up in the poll, but they just have not proven it yet at all. Northwestern, plus 25. Way too big of a spread for Northwestern. I got them covering over Penn State. I just think Northwestern's been really, really bad. They had the big win week one over Wisconsin. Since then, three losses against not that great of teams either. But all of all four of their games are within one score. Northwestern is just not a team that you blow out. They somehow always lose by a touchdown, as they've demonstrated the past three weeks. So I like Penn State to win comfortably, but I, 25 seems like a lot of points to cover. Last week, I had Baylor covering two and a half. This week, I don't think they cover two and a half. I got the Oklahoma State Cowboys on the road, plus two and a half. I got them winning outright over Baylor. So that's my picks. Lock them in. 3-0 this week. Going all college games. So I've been hit, I've been hot on college and, and cold on the pros. So I'm riding, I'm riding college until proven otherwise. Well, I have a college pick as well. And, oh, Tua just got slammed to the ground again. He is, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. His, his fingers are going in different directions. He's going into fucking the quarter kid, uh, quarter kid posture. Dude, his elbows just fucking curled. Uh, he got all the tone in his upper body. Everything just contracted up, 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 up and just locked in it is the same exact thing it is exactly what i was talking about 20 minutes ago to start the show uh yeah, that's, uh, that's a shame but looks looks like we were uh probably more right on the concussion thing yeah not a good look same spot back of his head just hits the turf and uh every everything in his all of that that's that's when um the nerves there's an overflow of stimulus to the brainstem right now this is an oversimplification of what happens but the brainstem just kind of shuts off because it doesn't know what to do with all of this information you kind of it's like your computer crashing and all the muscles in his his arms are firing definitely not good uh that posture is is like a, a huge red flag you should be he should now be playing football for another at least another Two weeks, but that ain't gonna happen probably because it's the the mini buy. This is Thursday night. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back out there for week five. We'll we'll keep you updated on that. Okay, yeah, two is two is gonna be done for a while probably. If that's a really a back to back concussion with him posturing yeah. like that, I'm pretty <laughs> concerned. That's that's a shame. Yeah, and if not, then something's systemically wrong and obviously wrong with the the NFL, and they they would obviously just be not giving a fuck and just saying we're we don't really care about concussions and we're not taking any of the prior research seriously because there's definitely research out there that says if you get hit like that same spot twice in a row like you should have a longer than the typical return to play protocol okay uh back to the picks i have one college pick and that is our akron zips and they are plus nine and a half at home against bowling green they're doing the white out all 16 students that are there wear white uh you know what the weather's still nice i bet you know there's there's a fairly decent crowd for the first half like it'll be a little bit noisy in there for the first half. That's my prediction for for the Zips game. Are you going, Danny? Are you gonna go to the game? I will not be. No. When, <laughs> Probably they, play, when they play during the week, I'll, I run over after work and hang. You know, watch a little bit of the game. But I'm not. I'm not giving up 
watching real real teams play on Saturday to watch the Akron Zips. And they're they're putting two on the stretcher now. Not good. That's what my my wife asked me if I wanted to go see Wofford play next Saturday, and I was like, they play the same time as Penn State. No, I don't want to watch the Wofford Terriers play Division three football. They're not Mountain Union. Get get out of here. Go have fun watching it with your your coworkers. Okay, so Akron Zips plus nine and a half. All the money, all the tickets are on Bowling Green. The line moved way up uh, for Bowling Green. I think it opened at six and a half, and, and now it's nine and a half. So the Zips, as we talked about, Carolina kind of banged up. The kickers hurt. I think that counts for something. They're traveling across country to Charlotte, North Carolina to play Baker Mayfield and the Panthers coming off a divisional win, staying at home. I, I think the car this is this is my revenge game against the Cardinals. Cardinals are are, you know, not not as good on the road. Cliff Kingsbury problems on the road. Panthers minus one and a half. And then my Lock of the week, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Danny was a week early. I, I didn't like the Steelers last week. I thought we were going to get smoked. They ended up fucking killing the teaser last week. I think they bounce back here. Mitch is playing for his job this week, basically. and That's what it seems like. And so is Matt Canada in a way, I think, because I think the Steelers are saying this is the goddamn Jets. Like if we don't show up this week, then just pack it in. Like this is all all or nothing here. Must win for the Steelers. Minus three at home. Okay, Mister Three and O, what do you got this week, Jim? I was just trying to uh, pull it up so I knew. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking what I have: uh, the Rams plus one and a half, the Jags plus five and a half, and then my lock is I'm going with Kansas City plus one over the Buccaneers right now. Yeah, that's it. Not much rhyme or reason. <laughs> wow. we. I, I don't know how we've done the show this long without you. I know it's tough. It's 30 seconds. I will say I'm a big uh, big dog better this year. Uh, all my bets have been on the dog so far, but one, and I've only missed on one dog so far this year. So mm, Can't wait for that to turn around. Once uh, Vegas gets a better hold of these uh, teams here. But good strategy to start the season. I'd say first four weeks, that's probably the way to do it. Throw darts at dogs. Well, I think that about does it for us this week. Kept it under an hour still. So that's good. Hope you all have a pleasant first weekend of October. I will be in the rain all weekend from Hurricane Ian. So I'll be... Doing nothing but watching football like I do every weekend. All right, anybody else got anything to add? Pretty neat. We gave some live Tua reaction. Yeah, that was go, good. Uh, go Columbus crew. I hope I miss another draw, but I hope they, they better forget. If, if I devote myself to MLS just for the crew to shit the bed and miss the playoffs, I will be, I will be offended. They should just have Ryan Fitzpatrick suit up. I mean, <laughs> I, I would love that. The crew uh, or the Dolphins? The Dolphins. Yeah, both. He, he could, I bet you uh, he could play goalie okay. Uh, he's used to diving 
forward and, and backwards. MLS, Charlotte, they're out of it, right? Charlotte's out of it. Oh, uh, they still have a chance, but they're on the outside looking in, yeah. Yeah, so maybe next year. I think I got a pretty sick uh, Charlotte uh, T-shirt. It looks like a jersey, but it's a T-shirt. I like it. Yeah, all right. Well, happy October. Happy football season. We're in full swing. And above all, stay healthy, America. <laughs>